Hi, I'm Gilbert. I'm one of the pastors at Victory, and I'm the president of Every Nation Philippines. We're committed to plant churches, reach campuses, and bring the gospel to the nations. I hope this message inspires you to honor God and make disciples. We are in our series, Trustworthy. And last, and really the point of this series is this, to understand, can we really trust God? Is he, is he worthy of trust? Yung, yung po yung ibig sabihin yun, di ba? Trustworthy. Karapat-rapat lang ba na pagkatiwalaan natin siya? Or magsisisi ba ako sa ginagawa ko? And the point here, the, the word that Pastor Jansen introduced us to last week is the word covenant. And that word covenant means God's relationship with us. It's a binding contract that forges a relationship between two parties. And it's the idea is that we have a close relationship with God. And we'll talk more about this relationship next week, no, in the coming weeks. But really, when we see God's covenant with the people in Israel, not only did He start this close relationship with the people, but the covenant God had with His people was one that was developed over hundreds of years. And really, the whole Bible is a story of that development. Na kay Adam palang at kay Eva, this is my plan. I love you. I'm gonna, and then it, he adds layer upon layer on it. And what we see in every time God adds a layer is his people are unfaithful, but God continues to be faithful and even adds to the deal. Can you imagine that? How many of you have ever gotten a notice of disconnection? Diba? For your cell phone or for your broadband at home or for your electricity? Uh, thankfully, parang may grace spirit yung medal ko ngayon. No? Very, very grateful for that. But can you imagine, you, why do we get a notice of disconnection? Because the idea is, we have been giving you the service, you have not been giving the payment. Can you imagine getting a reverse kind, a, a development like this, where they tell you, Mr. Mister Atilia, you have behind, been behind in your payments. Therefore, we are increasing your bandwidth. And we are increasing your internet speed. Parang, ano? Tama ba yung nabasa ko? Tama ba yung narinig ko? Uh, Mr. Bonifacio, you are behind in your payments. Would you like to receive a brand new uh, iPhone 12? Parang, uh, why would you do that? Why are you upping your offer when I have not been faithful? Of course, we don't do that. that then please don't do that in your business. That's a terrible practice, okay? But hindi ganun si Lord. God stays faithful all throughout. And this is why this is significant to us. Because in this day and age of hyper-individualized Christianity, where God is who He is based on how I feel about Him, it's great to be reminded that He has a deal with you, yes, individually, with me, individually, pero hindi lang sa akin. I can trust this deal because He's made it with other people and I know He has delivered for them as well. It's like a business. If someone's asking me to invest in a business, I look at the track record, I look at the reputation, how many clients, the personal reviews, the word of mouth. Kung walang ibang nagsasabi na mabuti to, eh, mahirap pagkatiwalaan. Sana kaibigan mo na lang, at kahit kaibigan, kahit pa yun, mahirap, di ba? But when you can look at a business and say, okay, throughout history, how many satisfied customers, okay, this is a trustworthy enterprise, lalo pa si Lord. And I, I, I get comfort in that knowing that God is trustworthy, not just to me, but He's been to, to all of us. That's what church is. That's why we can worship. Because 
ay nag-worship rin siya. Nag-worship rin siya. Trustworthy si Lord sa kanila. Trustworthy rin si Lord sa akin. Magiging trust. Alam kong trustworthy rin siya sa akin. Some of you know, I, in the recorded message, when we were in ECQ, I sent a preaching and I told the story of how my wife and I got COVID. And uh, the symptoms were not bad enough to send us to the hospital, praise God. Uh, and it really, uh, you never know uh, when certain people will be affected. But they were miserable when we were at home. Terrible. As in, uh, thank you for those of you who prayed. Uh, when we told you about it, so many people prayed, so much encouragement. But what I wasn't prepared for, like I said in the video before, was the mental and the emotional toil. I just felt so down. I, I, I wasn't you. I don't know what it was. I've talked to a number of COVID recoveries afterwards and I've said, tinanong ko sila, kayo rin ba na down kayo? Nabago ko sa sarili ko eh. Gusto parang gusto kong mag-resign. Ayoko na mag-pastor. Sabi ko, ba't ko naiisip to? Eh, nagkasakit lang naman ako. Never ko naman naisip yung nagkasakit ako. And you know what got me back? It wasn't my own experience with God because I felt like I couldn't experience Him. But when I talked to people, when I talked to Pastor Carlo and I talked to Pastor Jansen and I felt... God's faithfulness in their life was rubbing off on me. That's what we have. A covenant with His people. Isa tong paalala sa ating lahat na kahit di natin siya maramdaman ngayon, sa personal life ko, hindi ibig sabihin na, na hindi siya trustworthy. Abangan nyo lang. And we will see. We will remind each other that He is trustworthy. So last week, we heard from Pastor Jansen. He shared from Isaiah chapter 1, verse 1 to 20. And I want to highlight verse 18. Where after this long litany where God was saying all of the offenses of the people, na, napakasamaan nyo, ang dami kong ginawang mabuti para sa inyo, ano yung paring sumunod? Verse 18 sabi niya, pero halika, come now, let's reason together. Saan tayo nakakita ng taong ganun? Yung taong agrabyado, yung taong offended, yung taong minali, the person who was wronged is the one who will entreat you pa and say, halika, mag-usap tayo. My wife can tell you, I'm not like that in our marriage. <laughs> Married people, how many of you are like that? You are the one who was wronged. You are the one who was absolutely right. First of all, it's very rare that that happens in my case. Kaya sinusulit ko talaga magalit pag nangyari yun. <laughs> Mali. But, ikaw pa yung, halika na. Halika, lambingan na tayo. Let's be sweet to one another. Kalimutan mo na yan. And yet, that's how God is. After all the offenses of His people, God says, Come, let's talk about this. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. What did we learn last week? That God is faithful despite to, uh, to cleanse us of all our sins. Today, we're going to see another aspect of God's faithfulness, God's trustworthiness in Isaiah chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. Allow me to read Isaiah 2, 1 to 5. It says here, The word that Isaiah, the son of Amos or Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem, it says, It shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be lifted up above the hills, and all the nations shall flow to it. And many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the house of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that He may teach us His ways, that we may walk in His paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of God, of the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations. He shall decide disputes for many peoples. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation. Neither shall they learn war anymore. 
O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, help us to understand what this means. First of all, Lord, help us to see how big and how wide and how broad your plan for salvation is pala. Na hindi lang pala para sa amin, pero para sa lahat ng tao. Even as we saw in that missions video, for these nations we send missionaries to, your desire is to bring all of them in. And Lord, help us to play our part, to walk in the light of the Lord. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will search our lifestyles, our motives, the way we speak, the way we treat one another. And let that be an invitation to other people as well. In Jesus' name, amen. If last week we learned that God is faithful to cleanse us of all our sins, today we'll see that God is faithful to appeal to all people. God's faithfulness is for everyone. That's why I love that it's Mission Sunday that we saw that it's, it's for all people. Where is Timor-Leste? Some of us might not know. It's, it's right beside Indonesia. And we send people there. And every time we send people there, it's not to establish a branch of every nation. No, but it's because we believe that God loves those people too. It's funny, Pastor Carlo, that you're talking about turning over to another nation. And I'm listening here and you got to hear this guy's story. He's been a, a missionary for decades. And one of our most successful mission fields like that is the nation of Myanmar that you know of now because of the, 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 the resumption of the military junta. And he went there with his family during the height of that military junta. And they've seen a local team race there. And it's so inspiring to hear from them that despite all that's going on in their nation, they are still serving the people, helping the ones who are being oppressed and preaching the Word of God to them. God has an appeal to all people. And maybe for us, the hard thing isn't other nations, but other people groups. Diba? Who in our minds are the people who are out of God's reach? Ayan, di na masasave yan. Ayan, masyadong malayo na yan. Maybe someone political? Certain color? A certain fist bump? Diba? Whatever. And you say, they don't deserve it. No, no. God's faithfulness appeals to all people to cause us to repent and to go back to Him. Or maybe it's not a people group like that. Maybe it's someone more personal, a former friend, an enemy, an unfortunate relative. This verse reminds us that though we might give up on them, God says, I don't give up on them. And what do we see here? How does God work? The first part we want to see in verses 1 and 2, it says here, I want to highlight it. It says, it shall come to pass in the latter days. Meaning, it might take time, but it will come to pass in the latter days. But in the next part, it says, The mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains. Ano pong ibig sabihin ito? Bakit may kinalaman sa bundok? You know, in earlier times, the mountains were seen as spiritual, mystical places. Kahit naman ngayon, di ba? Even in our country, there's a special significance there. Other cultures had that as well. For example, to the Greeks, Mount Olympus was the highest mountain in their whole uh, archipelago. And so they believed that, uh, you know, that's where the gods live. Ito yung pinakamata. So, sila, yung malapit sa langit, siguro dyan nakatila yung mga, yung mga Diyos at Diyosa. And that's what people believe in all kinds of countries, whether it's Western culture, Eastern culture, Mount Fuji in Japan has a very spiritual significance as well. Mount Everest has a very spiritual significance in China, India, and, and Nepal. And even in the people of God, mountains had a special significance. Now, the people of God didn't believe that God 
lived in the mountain. They knew he lived in heaven and the whole earth. But they always had significant moments in mountains with God. Kaya nga may expression sa kanila, in the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. And so the point in saying that is, the mountain of the house of God will be the highest of mountains. It's not necessarily a literal thing na ito yung magiging Mount Everest, tataas siya lalo. But in saying, it's talking about the supremacy of God. Na angat ang Diyos natin sa lahat. Na wala na siyang katulad and there's no one who is like Him. That God will prove Himself superior. And when we do missions, when we obey God, the question is, do I believe? that God will prove Himself superior? Do I believe that this is the right thing to do? Because if not, it's only a matter of time before I will abandon and say, alam mo, hindi tama to eh. As I watched people earlier, I was talking to June in the back there, and, and, and June is a, 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 a farmer, and we were talking about the, the tensions he has with farming in a way that is ethical to the environment and ethical to his workers, and knowing that in doing that, he's incurring cost. And the question is, does he believe that God is supreme? Or does he believe that he has to cut costs, he has to play dirty, he has to take advantage of the poor in order to make a living? Hello? Ano bang pinaniniwalaan natin? Na tama ba ang Diyos na, na sinusundan natin? Or maybe it's not making money. Maybe it's, 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 it's relationships. Right? You're single. And you're choosing to honor God with your life. You honor God with your life. And you're, and you're watching people date and you're wondering, did I miss the boat? Should I have given in at these certain moments? Am I going to regret this when I get older? Really, the question is, do you believe God is supreme? Or maybe it's about forgiveness. Every time you choose to forgive, every time you choose to overlook, we're in that tension right now, my wife and I. There's this, uh, I don't want to go into details because I'm, my unforgiveness will rise up again. But I'm so tempted to go on Facebook and just lambast certain people for their unfair dealings with us. And I told my wife, ano, post na ako, post na ako. Eh, she's reading a book about forgiveness, eh. Bad trip. Sabi ko sa akin, love, eh, God forgives us, eh. Why did you have to read that book now? <laughs> Do we believe that God is supreme? That God will prove Himself right? And here's the thing. When we understand that God is supreme, the next point in the verse we want to see is the effect on the world. When God is established as the highest of mountains, it says in verse 2, all the nations shall flow to it. I love that word flow. God is faithful to appeal to all people talaga. And I love that word flow because if you think about mountains, water doesn't flow up a mountain. It flows down the mountain. Diba? Kaya nga tayo may mga ilog, kaya nga tayo may mga waterfall. Ang mga ulan na galing sa bundok, nag-iipon-ipon sila. And that's why we have streams and rivers and waterfalls. But this is a funny image that the river is flowing up a mountain. And I love that word flow. Because when God calls people to Himself, there it's a flow eh. Hindi siya pilit. Hindi siya hard sell. Hindi siya... You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever tried to share? I'm not saying don't share your faith. But we've all experienced that. You share your faith and it's parang pilit. And you feel like, Lord, it's not working, it's not working, it's not working. And then one day, something just clicks for that person and they just find their way to God. And you're like, what changed? It, it's God. 
Maybe you can relate to that image for yourself. Maybe you're still wondering, why am I even in this church pandemia? Na invite lang ako dito, di ko alam. God's calling you to Himself. There's a flow, eh? <laughs> That's why you're here. And it happens when we see God as supreme. And look at the effect. Not only is it a natural thing, it's, it's, it's a natural thing. Now look at the effect. In verse 3, it says, The people will say, Come, let's go to the house of the Lord. Sila panagayaan. These unbelieving nations, these people who had been oppressing the people of God, who had been living in ungodly ways and idolatry and injustice, sila pa ngayon nagsasabi, Halika, lapit tayo. Gusto kong matuto. At sabi niya dito, that He may teach us His ways and that we may walk in His paths. They're going to God to learn His ways. That they want to obey Him. You know, that's how you know God's really got a grip on someone's heart. Because eh? very often, we see people who want to go to God for the benefit, right? For the benefit. Ah, I will be blessed there. And that's not a Filipino thing. That's an ever since thing. In the time of Jesus, that's what people would do. When He gave away free food, more people started following Him. Then He asked them, are you here for the free food? No offend naman sila. We were watching that recently. Uh, my, my son and I have been watching Superbook. Uh, and hey, it's free, huh? If you go online, Superbook, seasons one to three are free. Anyway, um, plugging lang. I, wala akong cut dito. I just wanted to share it. But we watched this episode called Jesus Feeds the Hungry. And uh, you know how kids are, right? When it's time to eat, they don't want to eat. And then at the most inconvenient moment, they're suddenly hungry. Okay, so that, 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 that's my son. And um, he was so hungry. Oh, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. And I said, Philip, you, you, you didn't eat at the right time, but we're, we're going to get you food, but you have to wait. Then he said, I understand I have to wait, Papa. But Papa, I really wish I was with Jesus right now because Jesus feeds the hungry. <laughs> I fed you earlier. You didn't eat. <laughs> People like to go to God for the benefit. But when they understand that God is supreme, they realize, Mamayaning benefit, I need to learn His ways. I need to walk in His paths. I'll get the benefit if I know Him. Can you imagine? It says in the latter days, that's how the world will be. That's how much God loves the world. You know, so often Christians, we want to condemn the world. Stop! Sure, it's true, but that's not God's plan. And our hope and our dream and our faith is that we'll see all nations, all people groups, different family members, different tribes, different schools and universities. These people will say, you know what? I want to learn God's ways. That's the effect on the world. When God is seen as supreme, the effect on the world is they want to know His ways. And the effect doesn't stop there. Go to verse 4 where it says, He shall judge between, He'll teach us His ways, and the effect is we shall beat our swords into plowshares and spears into pruning hooks. And nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. That's the benefit. What is sword into plowshare? A weapon of destruction. Sword. Turned into a plowshare. Araro. Turned into a tool for production. Instead of 
destruction and famine and killing, you have peace and prosperity. What happens when God is seen as supreme and the people learn His ways, peace and prosperity breaks out. Everybody wants that, right? World peace. That's everyone's dream. From uh, beauty pageants. Diba? I mean, it's the running joke na. Diba? na do you have, hindi ka mananalo kung hindi mo sinabi world peace. But even that line, swords into plowshares, has been grabbed by people throughout history. Because this dream described in Isaiah has been such an iconic thing for people to say, wow, I want that. So this is a statue called, Let Us Beat Our Swords Into Plowshares. It's, uh, it was built by a Russian artist. In the era of um, uh, removal of nuclear weapons, and it now stays in the UN Garden. And someone adapted it, and then they, they built one called Guns into Plowshares. And this particular artist was a mother and son, Esther and Michael, and it featured bought-back guns from gangs in Washington, D.C. during the most um, murderous killing spree then. They, uh, someone bought their guns, and then they used the guns, and those are the items you see on the artwork. And that's everyone's dream. Peace. But how does it happen? We all want peace, but are we letting God teach us His ways? And that's really the, the question. That's God's dream. Historic divisions resolved. Even in the Philippines, now we see so much division in our country, don't we? Politically, uh, and it's not as simple as just one administration to another. You can feel it. It's a division of Imperial Manila versus the provinces. And can you imagine, God's goal is to bring healing to that. Baka yun, may faith pa tayo dun. Pero hindi natin kayang paniwalaan, God bringing healing to your family. That no longer shall you have swords at the dinner table, but you will have forks for eating with one another. No longer shall our words be turned as toxic to one another, but bringing life to one another. That is God's dream. For our families, for your marriage, for your relationship with your parents, the supremacy of God, the effect on the world. This effect on the world, what an amazing effect. All kinds of people flowing to God, all kinds of people learning His ways, peace and prosperity breaking out all over the world. This is the picture of the future. This is where God wants to go. Now, how do we get there? And this is really the application of this message. The invitation that God has to all believers. What's our part to play? Because he said, we're going to Do you see? The world's not going to get worse. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to make all things new. I have the ability to change people's hearts. And it's not going to be a hard sell thing. We're not going to change one oppression for another. But what's the invitation to believers? Verse 5, he says, Come, house of Jacob, come. Let's walk in the light of the Lord. Who is the house of Jacob? The house of Jacob are the people that God has a covenant with. And if you are a follower of Jesus today, the Bible says in Galatians that that's you. That's me. And so God says, this is me. I am supreme. I will prove myself supreme and the nations will go. But now while we're in the present, people of God, let's walk in the light of the Lord. Let's lead the way. Let's show them. And when we do that, 
then we, the world will see that God is supreme. Then they will respond that way. What does it mean for us to walk in the light of the Lord? Is it possible that people don't want to flow to God because they don't see His people walking in the light of the Lord? And that whenever it says walk in the Bible, it means lifestyle. Pamumuhay. Hindi yung pinopost. Hindi yung nasabayo. Hindi yung sinishare. Hindi yung pinaforward. Pamumuhay natin. Ang pang-araw-araw nating kilos. Kung paano natin tinatratang bawat isa. Ang office mate, ang mga kasambahin natin, kapit pa. What do they see in us? Let's walk in the light of the Lord. What does it mean to walk in the light of the Lord? You know, it's interesting, uh, while researching for this, Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2 to 5, the verses we read, is actually almost identical with another verse in the Bible, Micah chapter 4, verse 1 to 5. And, and go click, show them the green part. I just highlight, you can't read it now, no? So I just highlighted in, in green all of the words that are exactly the same. So it's exactly the same. Even in the original language, may mga kaibahan lang where Isaiah will say all the nations, then all the peoples, tapos kay Micah, all the peoples, and then all the nations. May mga ganun lang, but it's exactly the same because these people were contemporaries. So some people say, did Micah copy Isaiah or Isaiah copy Micah? Or was there a third prophet that they both copied? That's not you know, the, the important thing is, ganun kahalaga kay Lord to, pinaulit niya sa dalawang tao. And in the bottom, if you look at the orange part, Isaiah says, O house of Jacob, come, let's walk in the light of the Lord. But Micah's version is, all the peoples walk each in the name of his God, but we will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. And so seeing that it's the same, we can understand that these two verses mean the same thing. So what does it mean to walk in the light of the Lord? What it means is to walk in God's ways, not in the ways of the world. Because Micah said, Oo, may iba kung sino-sino sinusunod nila, kung ano nung ginagawa nila, pero tayo. Ibang gagawin natin. Ibang pamumuhay natin. I ask you now, followers of Jesus, are we walking in God's ways? Or are we buying into the way of this world? And, and let's be honest, it is easier. Right? That's what June and I were laughing about in the back. You want to do the right thing na nga, pero pahihirapan ka pa. Kung kailan mo gusto magbayad ng tamang buwis, kung kailan mo gusto sumunod sa tamang protocol, kung kailan ka nahuli at gusto mo, sige, bigyan mo ko ng ticket, pahihirapan ka pa, ikaw pa yung madidelay. Tapos kung gusto mong, uh, if you wanna cheat, if you wanna lie, if you wanna bribe, dun bibilis yung, ano, <laughs> yung mga application natin. And it's so tempting to walk in the ways of this world. Are we walking in the ways of this world? And let's evaluate our, ourselves, how we work, our pace of life palang. Is it godly? May pahinga na ba? May, 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 may mga pagitan? Is there margin? Or are we driven by the pace of this world because we're afraid of falling behind? I have to check this in myself all the time. Lord, is this still from you? Or ako na lang to? Kasi pagtigin ko sa Twitter, kami nang ginagawa. Ako rin, anong gagawin ko? Ikaw pa ba to? 
Let me tell you something. If you can't rest, if you can't stop and prioritize God, I want to ask you, who are we believing? Are we buying into the way of this world already? Who is supreme ba talaga? Who will provide for us? Who will take care of us? Who will make sure our family... You know what the Bible says? I read this verse to myself all the time and my wife and I remind ourselves, unless the Lord watches over the house, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, those who watch over it watch in vain. And I do that when I can't sleep, when I'm burning the midnight oil, doing all this work, and I'm like, Lord, I need to sleep. I need you to watch over my family. Who is supreme? Are we buying into the ways of this world? The way we handle money. Right now, this, you know, with, with, as finances get tight. It's so tempting to be like, uh, 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 I, I won't help you na muna. I can't give to you na muna. Sandali ako muna. I feel that way many times. And I was so inspired in a small group meeting recently. In one of our Victor group meetings, one of the businessmen, I don't want to say his name, no, for, you know, to, to respect his privacy, he was just pouring out his heart. Not bragging, but just in sincerity saying, I just feel like God's calling me to be generous now. I know it's tight, but I believe God is going to provide for me. I've got to give, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue to give in the church, and I'm going to continue to help the poor because God, and I was convicted. Because I was saying, Lord, sandali lang, parang, saan ba nagagaling tong masigip na kasi, hindi mahirap na? I'm not saying be foolish. You understand? But whose ways are we listening to? Whose script are we following? Whose playbook are we copying? Self-seeking ways of this world. That's how our world is. <laughs> I asked my wife, I said, sweetheart, can you give me examples? And she said, yeah, and yung mga taong uh, magtatrabaho, ibubuhos lahat sa opisina, pag-uwi, wala nang oras at energy para sa pamilya. Sabi ko, nagpapaninig ba to sa akin? Para... <laughs> And, and, and I said to her, oh, upside naman ang pera. And I didn't say that. I said, thank you for that, sweetheart. Sabi ko, where do you think that comes from? Sabi, it comes from this mindset of, I deserve this for myself. I'll withdraw into my video games. I'll withdraw into my phone. I'll withdraw into... The... And you know what? That's forgetting that God is supreme. And true rest and true satisfaction and recovery comes from Him. Are we walking in God's ways? Social media. Eh, dun palang dami ng mali. <laughs> our posting, our usage. Those of you who are on Twitter, maybe you've seen this. There was a big debate recently about whether or not a fresh graduate has the right to demand a 60,000 peso salary. And people are blowing up all over it, all kinds of things. And I had my opinions. I saw it and I thought, ah, I won't tell you what I thought, okay? Kasi naparepent ako eh. Uh, and I just said, Lord, ano ba? Ano yung tamang sasagutin dito? Ano yung ano, tamang ba siya? And I felt God tell me, Joe, hindi mo siya kilala. Twitter lang binabasa mo. Wala kang kinalaman dyan. Heh, oh nga, Lord. So nag-tweet na lang ako, we don't know this person. <laughs> Let God... How are we? Are we responding in the world's ways? Are the world's issues and the world's vocabulary and the world's way of getting outraged and canceling one another, has it infected us na rin? Or are we responding in God's ways? 
in purity and holiness. Our, our world loves to, to mock God's standards of, of sexual purity, of honoring our bodies as living sacrifices, of honoring marriage. Now it's common. You, you'll even see mainstream uh, media outlets talk about this. Uh, your work wife and your work husband. And it's an expression for in at home, ito yung asawa ko, and I'm at work, and this is the one, I mean, nothing physical happens to us, pero siya yung nag-check kung kumain na ba ako, siya yung nag-check kung pagod ba ako, siya yung nagtatanong na, uy, mukha kang stressed. And the world has so normalized this culture, it's actually an acceptable term. Nothing is worth that. It's not cute. Ano bang mawawala sa atin kung ayon natin sumunod sa ganun? Magmumukha tayong weird. Eh di weird na! Eh di mali na! Eh di corny na! But really, what do we... Your spouse that you have a covenant before God with? To fit in? The world's ways, that's not our ways. And there's more. There's so much more. We'll talk about it more next week. But to walk in the light of the Lord means to walk in His ways and specifically not in the ways of this world. The world needs to see that. And here's the thing. You, we think, ang weird ko, napaka-out ko, that's what people are waiting for. Because they're wondering, is there a different way to live? I remember in school, I, my brother, well, my, my best friend in college was one of the most notorious people in our block. Just, just He invented ways of sinning. That, I, that's, that, I, he was so creative. I, I think that's why we became best friends. I was so amazed. Like, you are such an amazing Hall of Fame sinful person. I'm, I'm so curious. And he was like, you are this super weird Christian guy, I'm so, and we became best friends. We're still best, we're still really good friends until today. And uh, when we were about to graduate, my brother asked him, Sabi niya, uh, Paano ba kayo naging friends ni Joe? At paano mo ba siya pinaniniwalaan? Napaka corny ng kapatid ko. Ikaw sikat ka, daya mong, daya mong party. Napaka corny. Sabi ko talaga sa kapatid, ang bait mo talaga, no? You have so much faith in me and so much, uh, ang taas talagang tingin mo sa akin. And, and my friend said, I don't know if he remembers this, but in second year college, uh, umalis yung prof. Nagkopyahan kaming lahat. At siya lang yung hindi nangopya. At nung bumalik yung mga grades, siya yung pinakapapapa. <laughs> At naisip ko, ay, totoo to. And that terrified me. Because I remember, I was this close to copying also. <laughs> because the teacher had not covered that lesson. And see, here's the thing. Followers of Jesus, we have no idea how God is going to use our obedience to draw people to Himself. And people need to see that there's a different way to live. To walk in the light is to walk in His ways, not in the ways of the world. Alam ko, medyo masakit to. 
There's good news. The phrase walking in the light of the Lord comes up again later on in the New Testament. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 6 to 7, it says, If we say we have fellowship with Him, that we are with God, while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus' Son cleanses us from all sin. Verse 8, If we say we have no sin, Kung magpapanggap tayo ng, Ay, hindi ako ganyan. Ay, malinis ako. Ay, napakabanal ko. We deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What does it mean to walk in the light of the Lord? It means to walk in His ways. And it also means to confess our sins to God for Him to forgive us and to change us. That's God's faithfulness in the world. Do you realize that our lifestyle is an effect of God's faithfulness in the world? So here's how it works again. Isaiah 2, 1 to 5. God is supreme. And as He draws all people to Himself, they will flow. And people we never thought would change will change. And because that is where we're headed, followers of Jesus today, let's live differently now. You will not make a mistake in following Him. You will not make a mistake in repenting. You will not make a mistake in obeying Him. Because God is faithful to make His appeal to all people. Could we stand? And we're going to pray uh, as we end this service. Lord Jesus, thank You for what You're doing in all of our lives. Lord... Um, I can relate to that feeling, God, that when times get tough, it's easy to think every man for himself, every woman for herself, and just, I got to do what I got to do for myself. It's easy to rationalize or justify wrong ways of thinking, wrong ways of speaking. When I'm stressed, when I'm overloaded, I take it out on my wife and my kids. When I'm stressed, when I'm overloaded, I, I lapse into bad habits. I give in to all kinds of addictions. I even lie, Lord, and justify myself and say, I owe it to myself. But Lord, you're inviting us today to live differently. You're inviting us today. And Lord, I thank you that even though this might be painful to receive conviction like this, it's not, it's not to push us farther away, but an invitation to say, come, let's walk in the light of the Lord. You know better. You know I'm faithful. You know I will provide. You know you can trust me. Hindi ka magsisisi dito. Lord, first of all, we pray for believers here today. And we pray that you will move in us, Lord, to walk in the light of the Lord. We thank you for those, Lord, who are doing that now. For the testimony they bring. For the light that they are. As, as, as dim as it may seem, it is still a light. And Lord, I pray that you will encourage those people, Lord. Those of us who feel like, Lord, may point pa ba to? Lord, para malapit na ang bumagay. Lord, para na, wala namang nakikinig eh. Wala namang naniniwala. Lord, Lord, you are moving in their hearts. And I pray that you will strengthen our backs and our, and our hands and feet to continue. And we trust, ikaw yung gagawa, Lord. Ikaw yung gagawa, hindi ko pipilitin. Ayoko maging harsh. Ikaw yung gagawa. And Lord, we pray now for any of us here, Lord, who, who are convicted and who see the need to repent. We realize, God, that, okay, some decisions I've made 
some choices I've made, some habits I'm doing now. I didn't even consult God. I didn't even check with God's Word. I just copied everyone around me and I realized now, no, this is not good. It's not good for my relationship with God. It's not good for the people around me. The first step to walking in the light is to confess. And God is faithful. Not frustrated. Not giving up. No, He's faithful. If you're here today, whether on-site or online, that's you. Just put your hand on your heart and say, Lord God, I, I repent of that. I repent of partnering with these things. Lord, it just seems so normal because everyone's doing it, but normal doesn't mean right. It just seems so normal because, you know, I, I, it, it, I'm hard-pressed on every side, Lord, so I'm getting my satisfaction. I'm getting my feeding from other places. No, Lord, I want it from you. Lord, you are supreme. So we ask you, Lord, to provide that for us. Lord, I pray for every person here right now who wrestles with sin. Lord, that sin as the temptation to say, I will satisfy, I will fix things, I will provide. Lord, today we declare, you will provide. You will satisfy. You will watch over my family. You will bring me satisfaction. You will give me a happy marriage, God. You will be the one to restore my dignity. I don't need to harbor a, an offense. I don't need to fight for my own name. God will be the one to vindicate me. Lord, I pray that you will provide for us and you will use our lives, our testimonies as an example to glorify yourself, to show that you are supreme. In Jesus' name. And Lord, we pray for anybody right now who's not a follower of Jesus. If you're not a follower of Jesus today and you're saying, I don't know what I believe about this, but some, for some reason I'm here. Well, the Bible says that's because God's calling you to Himself. It's like that flow. You realize that the life without Jesus is empty and you realize that the life with Him is better. And guess what? That starts in the same place, confessing our sins and saying, Lord, I can't do this alone. And guess what? He will forgive he will cleanse, He will change, and you will walk in His light. If that's you, whether on-site or online, just pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I feel so far from You, but I want to be near You. For some reason, I can feel something in me, Lord, that this something's calling out to me, and I want that. I admit, Lord, that I am a sinner, that on my own, I've messed up my own life. I can't fix it. But thank you that you love me and you died on the cross for my sins. And that's why you're giving me a new life. I ask you, Jesus, to lead me now. Show me, teach me your ways that I can walk in your paths. And I want what you want for me. Be the Lord of my life, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. If that's you and you pray that prayer, uh, please, uh, online, talk to the people who invited you or go to the Zoom fellowship later and say, hey, I pray that prayer. What happens next? Guess what? That's what discipleship's about. God's teaching us His ways. And all of us are in that process, aren't we? We're just gradually learning His ways as well. Before we go, um, let's just pray again. Lord Jesus, thank You that we will not regret putting our faith and our trust in You, obeying You, because you are supreme and you are trustworthy, God. We lift up to you every concern, every need, every situation right now. And 
For whatever it is, Lord, the answer is you are trustworthy. You are faithful. Let's receive the Lord's blessing. Now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you and turn His face toward you. And the Lord give you peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's praise God now. Thank you for joining us. You can visit victory.org.ph to find a church, join a victory group, and give online. Thank you for partnering with us, discipling the city, the nation, and the world through your generosity. For more messages like this, you can subscribe to this podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.